Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. Welcome back to the PM and the AM podcast. This is your host, Porter McNeely, here alongside my co-host and good friend, Blake Bushman. Blake, what is going on? I'm great, man. That's the that's the first time you introduced me as your friend. I mean, <laughs> be- before it was just just so professional and you know, I feel so privileged right now. My business associate and acquaintance, long-term acquaintance, Blake Bushman. <laughs> is that better? Uh, yeah, no, that's, that's just better. Just start giving you, you, you like a... Mr. Bushman. (laughs) (laughs) We just start going through like a list of life accomplishments. Latent high school varsity swimmer, class of 2016. Blake Bushman. I need to send you my resume here. That would be, be awesome. That would actually be funny. If, <laughs> if we ever bring back guests onto the show, we're definitely going to have to start doing some, some crazy funny introductions. But it's great to be here, Blake. It's great to be back at it. When this episode airs, I'll be in Hawaii. So be jealous, everyone. I'm already jealous. And <laughs> I'm looking at you in, in your bedroom. So It's going to be exciting. But we did not want to miss a week of the podcast. So we are excited to be able to record this tonight. And to get started, we asked on instagram a while back we wanted to know what were some topics that you guys wanted to hear discussed and we got quite a few responses so i'm gonna go ahead and read through those questions and we're just gonna kind of give a little question and answer to open today's episode up blake so all right let's do it the first question or the first topic that we got requested to hear more about is books which i thought was interesting yeah, this is uh, this is not the podcast to <laughs> to hear about books. I'm sure there's some some great podcasts that talk about books. I don't think you want to get your book information from Porter and I. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, I'm trying to think of like a genre of book, like a PM and the AM book club. It would literally be like Dr. Seuss books because that's the only thing I got. I got patience. <laughs> Can you tell to read. me what was the last time you read a book, like cover to cover? Well, not cover to cover, but a book that I'm dabbling in. You know, when I have a few free minutes, I've been. Reading through a few pages, an interesting chapter is uh, auto repair for dummies. <laughs> okay. No joke. I'm trying to get my get my auto repair skills up a little bit, so I've been uh, just looking through it. I mean, that's a <laughs> that's an interesting choice. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> you could have given me a million guesses, and I never would have thought of that. But, uh, I just wanted to learn a little bit more, so I was like, I gotta order something and and try to figure this this out. And I don't even you have to you have to do a lot of auto repairs. Is a yeah, more than I've had to before. So it's just good to have the book. You know, if if something comes up, I can kind of have a little baseline of can I do this on my own? Do I need to take it to a shop? So it's it's been yeah. interesting. No, that that is good to know. It, with my with the, my job that I have. I have, I should probably borrow that book. I work on engines every now and then. I mean, not working on engines, you know, <laughs> but I, we work with vehicles, and so you know, it would be good for me to know that. And see, that's I probably I'm just uh, on a crash course. Probably and make you that same me. book. Absolutely. All right. Well, there we go. Uh, next week on PM the AM podcast, it will be <laughs> a book review, vehicle or automotive repair for dummies. So uh, <laughs> make sure you tune in to for all your car repair needs. The next question we got, or the next topic that people want discussed is a sibling tier list you know how we've been we're actually going to get into a tier list a little later and it's going to be pretty epic about animals and fighting but somebody wanted a sibling tier list this was actually one of my siblings and so oh. <laughs> the top tier i'm just gonna say i'd put both of my sisters and then the tier that's like meh i'd put my my brother so there's my sibling tier no, list i mean that that makes sense <laughs> and then my cat is also at the very top he's a good he's a good dude he's an old man but good dude I'd probably put one of my sisters in the top, and then one in the middle, and then one on the bottom. But you're not going to say let, which I'll ones? Let the, I'll let them decide which ones. <laughs> oh. So. oh, that was nah, a good I'm answer. Kidding, I'm kidding. They're, they're, all, they're all the same. The next discussion topic we have is most embarrassing moments. And so 
I guess I should have thought about this a little bit before. Yeah. Do no, you have I mean, one off the top of your head? I, here's the thing. Have we talked about our embarrassing? I'm pretty sure I've told the story of being stuck in Canada. I'm pretty sure I've told the story of me ripping my pants at the high school championship game. Uh, yeah, I'm, that one you have. I don't know about Canada. I, have I not told that story? I don't think so. I don't know if this is as embarrassing, you know, as, as it was traumatizing for me. Uh-huh. Uh, I was pretty. I was probably around eight years old or so, and uh, my family we went we went up to to New York to visit. And then one of the days that we were up there, we decided, hey, let's go see Niagara Falls. And I don't know if you've ever been to Niagara Falls, and you know, I'm sure things have changed now. That that was over ten years ago. But when you get there. There's a place that you can basically cross over a bridge to get into Canada. And it's been too long now, and I was too young to really remember what exactly happened. But being in New York, I loved the revolving doors. You know, oh, yeah. you're walking through the city, there's revolving doors. I'm a little kid. I'd run in, I'd spin around there a few times, and I'd, I'd get back out, might catch up with my family, and we'd be on our way. But the divider between the U.S. and Canada going through customs... That had a revolving door. And so, you know, a little eight-year-old me, I thought, hey, you know what? I love those revolving doors. That one's a big metal one. This is going to be sweet. So I, I run over there and I and I go through this revolving door. But it was one of those metal doors that have the bars on one side. So you can go around, but you can only go one way and it only spins one way. And so, if you know, if you try to go through the other way, you get stuck and, and, and you can't get out. Luckily, I didn't I didn't get pinned between the bars. That would have been even worse of a nightmare. However, I did get onto the other side into Canada and my family was not there. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and in my I don't remember if they were planning on going over yet. I mean, I knew they were going to at some point, but I don't know if if they were, you know, going to head over or if they only went over because they had to because they wouldn't let some little 8-year-old kid just wander on back into the US with I didn't have any documentation on me or you know or anything so i'm just standing over there and of course my dad is giving me the hardest time saying that i'm gonna get (laughs) have to get adopted by a canadian family or i'm gonna go live out in the woods and and eat maple syrup for every meal like i was panicking in my little eight-year-old mind (laughs) i thought that i would i thought i would never see my family again yeah (laughs) i thought i would have to go full-on maple leaf take up hockey that was the end for me in the end, you know, it worked out. They ended up making it through the customs to get over across the other side, and it was fine. But what for what felt like eight hours, and I'm sure was only 15 minutes, I was abandoned in Canada. So it wasn't as embarrassing as it was traumatizing, but uh, anytime anybody asks, that's the story that comes to mind. Well, we're glad to have you back in the United States. Glad you were allowed back in. <laughs> yeah, happy to be here. Well, the whole time you're talking, I was trying to think of a story that wasn't like contained to kind of like some graphic details, but for some oh. reasons, my <laughs> not super graphic, just involving uh, accidents, if you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> but I feel like my top story is all we get involved it. some form you poop of your pants. Well, this one is actually really, really close, and this took place when I was living in Mexico as a missionary. This super nice lady would have us over for lunch, you know, in Mexico, they have lunch at 2 p.m. every day. So this super nice lady would have us over, but she kind of just like cleared the fridge and put down like a lot of different food items. 
that were kind of crazy and who knows how long they'd been in there, you know, and then she'd cook some more like fried banana, you know, just like a whole bunch of random stuff. Like there would be different meats, different pastas, mashed potatoes, just like a random thing, tacos, like the fried tacos. And so usually I was kind of aware on those days, like, hey, you got to stay kind of close to the apartment because you don't know what what time it's going to hit, but it's going to hit and you're going to be sick. And so that day... It's probably 120 degrees walking down the street and it just hit me hard and i was like oh no like i'm sick like i've got three to four minutes max and luckily we were close enough to the church building which had restrooms inside so we're like i'm like you know shuffle walking trying to not crap my pants in the streets of mexico just clinching <laughs> straight clinching and so we get to the church and like we had to they like unlock the gate to get in and stuff and like I swear the companion that I was with, like, he couldn't open the gate. And so he's just, like, fumbling the keys. And I'm just there, like, come on, man. Like, come on, come on, come on, come on. So I, like, <laughs> hurry into the bathroom. And at this point, you know, when you go into the bathroom, you're kind of just expecting, you know, like, toilet, boom, business, done. So I get into the bathroom, and the stalls were all locked. And they have, like, a foot no. of clearance from the bottom and, like, two feet of clearance from the top. But it's, like, the stall's taller than me. And so trying to jump over it, I knew was going to just cause an eruption. And so in that moment, I had a choice to make. It was either the sink, the drain on the floor, or the urinal. No, <laughs> I, I chose no, option no, no. number three. <laughs> you did not. <laughs> it was terrible. It was, uh, no. as you can imagine, just like a disgusting display of events. And in my mind, you know, I was just so worried about crapping my pants. I wasn't even thinking about like the logistics of what happens after because urinals are designed to take on pee and pee only. They're not designed yeah. to, to flush. Yeah. Well, the, they flush, that's but a, just that's like a, water. That is a liquid only. You can't, you can't put a, a solid down that. But luckily, due to the nature of the sickness... Don't want to get too graphic here, like I stated earlier, <laughs> but it was still a big mess. And so then even worse, I just thought to myself, like, all right, I'm done. What am I going to do? I flushed it. It just like instantly floods and just starts like overflowing. And luckily there's a drain on the floor, like I said earlier. And so it just starts like overflowing everywhere. And I'm just like panicking. Because I know at 5 p.m. there's a meeting and like other people that people in, in the church are going to start coming to the church. And some of them like had to walk from far away. So I'm like, first things first, I'm probably going to like head into the bathroom. So I started panicking, run to the janitor closet, grab any supplies I can think of. Like I got like a bucket and I'm just trying to like dump water in there so it will like go down. I'm trying to plunge it down. The pipe's not very, it's probably like two inches across maybe. Maybe that's being generous. But after like 30 minutes, I'm like just trying to get rid of it. Just clear the scene of the crap. It finally like you hear like the bubbles of it like going down. Oh. And I was so relieved. But oh. <laughs> that bathroom will never not stink. <laughs> I, I guarantee it. It was a disaster. So sorry for the disgusting nature of that story. <laughs> It was terribly embarrassing, but I don't think I ever got caught by anyone. I did end up telling my companion what happened, and I think he got a good laugh. But he's like, dude, the woman's bathroom was open, and no no women were in the entire church. And I, it hit me, and I was like, wow, I'm an idiot. <laughs> okay, so I got a couple of questions for oh, you. Gosh. Question one, why did you not go underneath the opening in the stall? It was, it was, was real. It was like, there was like a foot of space. Like I was, it was not easy to get under. Okay. Uh, I mean, fair enough. My next question is in the urinal, 
Were you doing a a hover, a full on <laughs> just like bend, or were you doing like a sit? Like were you just like flipping the edge? It was a hover. It, it was okay. <laughs> but oh, it, it man. was it was bad. It was a bad experience. So yeah, don't recommend that. Never do that if you're a guy. Not a good idea. Not designed for that. That's what I learned that day. That that's brutal, man. Wow. But sorry if you had to skip that story. We're going to go on to another question here. Our discussion topic is most talented singers and bands of all time. This is an interesting one. This is this takes us on more of a serious note. So who would you say, Blake, off the top of your head? I mean, the most one of the most iconic to me is Queen. Okay. I mean, the classics that Queen has are fantastic. Everybody knows them. Like those, those kind of older bands that were in, you know, that time period just have so much more of a nostalgic classic feel that everybody knows and so to me uh queen fits that genre you know maybe some other ones do if you want to include but queen to me has the the top the top dog spot i think that's a really good pick i think talented and you know there's a lot nowadays uh you know can use technology to auto-tune and stuff and so talented is like a really big part of the argument like who can actually do it and what comes to mind to my mind is is more of a a classical singer josh groban that man really that man straight talent i went to his i went to his concert and that performance same as the uh if you listen to it on spotify exact same no difference. I don't think that's very common. None of the other concerts I've been to have, have been, you know, they've been similar, but it's not as good. That's a, I I bet we could poll a hundred people and nobody else would say Josh Groban. That's that's surprising to me. I I thought you would have gone with something, you know, just like the like I was saying, like the classics. You know, there's now they're all, all leaving my memory, but you know, you got <laughs> Journey and and all those. I know, but I'm going off of all talent. those bands back from back in the day. I'm going off of singing talent. Not just necessarily Freddie like, Mercury. Yeah, I'm saying I think Queen's a good pick. I, Freddie Mercury in there. Okay, okay. I mean, if you want to go off of singing talent, I mean, maybe a lot of our audience won't know, like Brendan Urie from the Killers, the lead singer of. Uh, oh no, Panic at the Disco. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> I was like, am I remembering this wrong? Yeah, <laughs> the Disco. I thought you had me tripping right there. Yeah, the lead singer for Panic at the Disco, Brendan Urie. Like he he's one of the the best singers of all time in my opinion. Like his vocal range and ability that he has is great. I mean, so if we want to get into like a, a strictly vocal talent base, I feel like we have to to mention some other people in there. Yeah, that I mean, bands, singer. That's a, that's a tough question overall. And that is that's that's a that's a tough one. We gave some good answers, I think. So the next question we got is quintessential and nostalgic summer treat so let's just assume you're going to the gas station blake you're on a road trip what are you grabbing i mean if we're talking gas station summer you you can't say those two words without thinking of a of a slushy oh that's a good point what flavor i mean you're getting oh i like to do a, a little uh combo meal a little mix a mixer okay so maybe get some blue raspberry maybe get some pina colada those are usually my go-to that's a good pick Whenever I think of gas station treats, it's always the same for me. It doesn't matter what time of year it is. It is always a Snickers and a original Mountain Dew. That's no, I mean those are like 
just classic classic treats i mean you're not, you're not going to go wrong with those so i i can't i can't argue with that one right there i mean if we're talking just summer you know we're we're taking it outside of the gas station you know one of the classic uh ice cream truck popsicles got to be up there you know i'm sure the little spongebob one comes <laughs> into SpongeBob. some people's minds so Absolutely. it's worth it's it's got to be mentioned true <laughs> that the SpongeBob popsicle that never looks like SpongeBob. <laughs> so we do still have a few more questions. I think we're going to have to get to them in a later episode because we do want to get into our next debate or tier list that we have. And Blake, will you explain a little bit, give a little intro to what that's going to be? Yeah, for sure. So we are doing a tier list of animals that we think we could take in a fight. <laughs> so there's there's 30 some odd animals that that we put together and we've made this tier list. Of everywhere from, you know, you think that you'd paint the walls with their blood to, you know, it'd be a pretty fair fight. And all the way down to you would just be annihilated. So uh, it should be it should be pretty fun. It's going to be exciting. Stick around and we'll be right back. All right, we are back with another tier list coming at you this week. As Blake previously was explaining, we have... Animals, and we have animals that we think we could take in a fight. We've got a wide variety of animals. Personally, looking over this and making my list, you know, I was like, I don't think I'm that tough. What What were your realizations as you made this list, Blake? You, you know, it was a little bit of both. It was some of these things that I, I had to humble myself a little bit and say, no, that would <laughs> that would win. But at the same time, you know, I... I I did get a little bit of confidence in myself because a lot of it came down to size and if uh-huh. I could just punt it, you know, like <laughs> yeah. if it was small enough for me to drop kick, I, I feel like I could win. So, uh, you know, it should be pretty interesting. I'm excited to hear what you got. Where do you want to start? I feel like we should start with the animals that we think we could beat. All right. Yeah, definitely. And as always, this tier list is posted on tiermaker.com and we will post a link so you guys can make your own. As Blake categorized it, I'd paint the wall with their blood. So these are animals we think we could actually beat. So first thing I have is a pigeon, which, I mean, if I can't beat that, I might as well just put every single other animal on this list in the the bottom category (laughs) because it's not happening for me. And then I I believe it is a land tortoise. I have that one next because I don't think he's – I mean, if I can get him out of the shell, it's not going to put up much of a fight, you know? Mm -hmm. And then – Legally, I cannot paint the wall with their blood in the state of Utah, but I do have the seagull in that category. <laughs> okay, I got to stop you right here. I don't know what the rest of your what the rest of your list looks like. Those three are in the exact same order for me. Oh uh, no way! <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope you have this one as well because I have a mouse next. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, it's it's not next, but next, it's in the same tier. Okay. I also have a cat and a cow in that level. Those are All my, right, yeah. That's my top list. I have a couple extras here. So like we said, I got the pigeon, the tortoise, the seagull, the cat, the duck. Oh, a duck. And then okay. I, I, yeah, so I put the duck and I put the um, penguin up there oh, okay. as well. I and guess I the also, penguin would waddle. That, that was a little, I gave it a little more credit than it should have had. Yeah, I mean, penguins are, penguins are basically a pillow. So, you know, I, I figured I could I could take it. And then the last one I have is a is an ostrich. Oh wow! I promise, you, I promise you, I could take an ostrich in a fight. No, like not even a doubt in my mind. That's a hot I take. Could, dude. Those things are dangerous. I, 
here, here's the thing. Here, you, here's the strategy. Step one, it's got an eight-foot-long neck. Just <laughs> snag that thing. It's not going anywhere. You, you get a solid grip on that neck. I mean, first of all, you're choking it out. It's running low on air. You're halfway there already. Second step, you kick out the knees. It's got those stupid little <laughs> stick legs. I mean, once once you kick out the knees and you got the the stranglehold on it, it's totally. it's over. It's wraps. I don't know. I think I'm looking at where I have the ostrich, and I'm thinking I should have given it more credit because I've heard those things are actually vicious. So that's a tough one. I mean, maybe if your logic is correct, but I think they're also really fast. So good luck catching it. That is true. They, they are faster than I am. I will give it that. <laughs> So the next category is they do some damage, but I'd still win. And so in this category, I have, you know, maybe some animals with some more size, some more defenses. I've got the dog on this. Mm -hmm. This is a, the picture we have is a larger dog. So, you know, this dog probably going to bite, scratch, you know, this dog's not going to go down easy. Followed by the porcupine, which I mean, Mm -hmm. hopefully I could get, but man, that would probably hurt quite a bit. I've got the goat. Those horns are looking terrible. Uh, I mean, that could do some damage. Then I have the walrus, which, I mean, you just have to sneak up on that thing from behind because if you get messed up in those, that's going to do some damage, those tusks. Mm -hmm. And then I have a duck because I've run into some pretty angry ducks before. You know, they can be scary. (laughs) They can be uh, vicious. And then I have the penguin as well. I I think I should have put the penguin in the first one because I think they, on land... Penguin not going to do anything in sea, potentially more dangerous. That's true. If if we're in water, that does change. I will say, if it was a goose, I definitely would have oh, put yeah. it on a different tier. I just oh, feel yeah, like those I could take a duck. Scary. But, I'd put the but goose, goose the furthest tier. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I I'd get smacked around by a goose. We actually have a lot of overlap though. So I I also had a dog. I also had a porcupine and a walrus. Um, I have no idea if uh, a porcupine can like shoot its quills out. I don't know a single thing about porcupines, but I know as long as I get it from the front, where its little face is at, I can I can kick that thing and it's gone. So <laughs> you're gonna have um, 18 quills in your foot. <laughs> that's but gonna hurt. I yeah. they do some damage, but I'd still win. I mean, that's, <laughs> right, that's category that's, is correct. You got me there. Um, the the walrus, those are sneaky fast. I think we're underestimating those a little bit, but you know. That's another one where in the just, water, you're probably dead. You yeah, I just feel like if I can get a grip on the tusks, you know, kind of like handlebars, I, I feel like they can't do anything to me. So uh, other than those two, I have the eagle oh, and I wow. have I have the snake. Those are dangerous animals, man. You're not I'm, aware. <laughs> I'm aware. I, I, I just, you know, a snake, I get it. It's got fangs and stuff. I can wear shin guards and I'll be all right. Like it's, I'm not worried about it. The eagle, on the other hand, I wear a helmet and I'm all right. So I feel like, you know, if I can take any sort of um, precautions going into this, I would win. And so that's why I, I put them into that category. I still think you might be underestimating those a little bit. We'll get to them a little bit later in mind. But the next category is it would be close, but I would win. And the only animal that I found fit to be in this category was a giraffe. <laughs> Oh, bro, you're underestimating giraffe. <laughs> Whatever, things Gira- a trip on its own. No, okay, answer me this. Where do you have the lion? The bottom. The bottom. I Giraffes kill lions, bro. This is you're telling me. me. <laughs> you're telling me that a lion gets smacked by a giraffe, but you're going to be able to kill a giraffe. No, there's no... 
that giraffe is giving you one swift kick, and you're and you're gone. You're dead. Yeah, but is I'm, it really swift? I feel like those things are kind of clumsy. Nah, that's what they want you to think, bro. It's all an act. And then when you try to sneak up behind it, boom, <laughs> hoof to the face. You're you're gonzo. So I'm taking the circus they, giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> it's got even more moves then, bro. <laughs> no way. No, I mean, I think I think you're underestimating a giraffe. I will say this: I don't have it on the bottom, so. It's, but it does come later on. In that tier of what I think would be close, but I'd still win. I have the goat. Okay. Yeah, I'm 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 worried about the the horns, and you know if it gets if it gets me at the right angle, you know gets a gut shot on me. I think I think it could do some serious damage there. I ha- also have the honey badger, which I know they're ferocious, but uh, again, I just feel like I could kick it. You know. No joke. I thought that was a uh, skunk. <laughs> <laughs> so you're telling me you have the skunk verdict out? <laughs> I do. No, that's that is that is in fact a honey badger, and I and I think that I could take it. It would be close, but I think I could take it. Okay. And then the last one I have in there is a black bear. No way. Because, bro, you you think black bears are way bigger than they actually are? I promise you, black bears are small. They're pansies. I promise you, I could take a black bear in a fight. Right now, if if a black bear rolled up into my apartment <laughs> as we're recording the podcast, I could beat it up and I'd get back here and you wouldn't even know I was gone. That's the next punishment video. I'm just delivering a black bear to your apartment and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make sure we get it on video. I'm going to hold on real quick. A female, for some reason, it doesn't say male here. A female black bear weighs anywhere from 90 to 180 pounds. So you're... I mean, I got, I'm twice the size of this thing, bro. <laughs> I can. <laughs> you know, I'm, I, I can stomp on it. It's it's gone. No way. Interesting. I didn't even I didn't realize the size differential there, but I still. Oh yeah. I respect predators, so we'll get to that later. I, but it it does have claws and teeth, so there, I mean that's that is part of it. But I still think I'd win. So in the fair fight, could go either way category. I have the bald eagle because if you've ever seen one of those in person, the people holding them have giant leather gloves on because those things are. Those things are more dangerous than you're giving them credit. Then I have the ostrich, which I'm now thinking it should be down a little further because those things are scary too. And then I have the honey badger, which I thought was a skunk. <laughs> was your whole plan with the skunk just it could spray me and so it would be – It, it would, would kill me. It would kill me. That I would just... smell so bad. That would be terrible. So, so you're saying you would lose to – a, like you get thrown into a ring with a really gassy guy, you're losing. To that. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like I'll, if I ever get in a fight with you, all I gotta do is rip one and I win. I mean, Not, if you can make uh, a skunk you... smell, you're a disgusting human. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, all right, I have I have some controversial choices here, and uh, I I know people are probably not gonna believe me, but I'm scrappy. All right, I I'll, I'll, I fight dirty. This is not going to be like a clean fight. I want people to to know that up front. But uh, I have the chimpanzee and the orangutan. Okay. I just feel like a chimpanzee, you know, I know they're super strong and fast and agile. And, you know, they're they're most like a a human in the sense of, you know, their skeletal structure and such. I still just feel like my intelligence would put me on top. But (laughs) I know they're super strong. I know they're super strong, so I have to give it some respect. So it would be a fair, a fair fight. The orangutan, I mean, the dude's face just looks like it's been punched in countless times already. 
I mean, it's basically a big old target for me to just wail on it. I I know it's I'm sure it's super strong and big, but I just feel like it's not fast enough to to keep up with with what I bring to the table. <laughs> All right, that's funny because I actually have both of those two in, in the next category together, which is it would be close, but I think they would win okay. because okay. honestly, they probably are more intelligent than me. They're probably handsomer than me. <laughs> <laughs> they just take me out, you know. I'm not. I'm not gonna Give lie some here. Credit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got them in the handsome aspect, but those guys are smart and scary. You see, like the okay. evil monkeys on night at the museum. Man, monkeys can be evil, so I just. I think they're dangerous. No, I would say if it was those little blue face monkeys with the red butts. Oh yeah, this is scary. Those those would beat me for like no questions asked. Just based off of pure terror factor, I would not win. Do you have anything else in your? Uh, Just those your, two. It would be close, but you think they would win? Just those two? Oh wow. Okay. So I have the giraffe there. Okay. Because you know, I think if I can get a good swift kick in the knees, I still think I could take <laughs> the knees out and it would be okay. Just grab a stick but, and take out the knees. But I have to give it respect because giraffes kill lions, like, all the time. So if it can kill a lion, it, it can kill me for sure. Other than that, I have the cougar okay, and a kangaroo. Okay, interesting. You know, why, why those two? I, I, the cougar, I just, you know, I feel like it's a little overrated. It's it's still a cat in my, you know, and it's a smaller of the big cats. So I just feel like if it, as long as it doesn't sneak up on me, you know, I feel like I could kind of grab it as it pounces and, and roll over, hopefully get it into a chokehold. Ultimately, I think I would still lose, but uh, I bet I could I bet I bet could cause it some problems. The kangaroo, all you got to do is watch out for the kick. If I can, you know, do a little juke move on it, get it to kick, <laughs> it, it's open for a, for a good swift punch or two. What's the movie when the kangaroo is like a boxer? Um, I think it's Kangaroo Jack. It could be. I don't. I know what you're talking about. I don't remember the name of the movie. But yeah, I mean, ultimately, I still believe the kangaroo would would beat me because one of these days it's I'm it's gonna catch me off guard and it's gonna kick me <laughs> and I'm and I'm toast. But until that moment, I feel like I could put up a good fight. Then that's why I think it falls in the next category, which is I'd get some hits on it, but I'd still lose. So I have the kangaroo there. I also have the snake okay. there because if I see a snake. I might hit it once, but I'm oh, you probably hate gonna, snakes, huh? I'm probably gonna pass out. No joke. I and forgot that you hate gonna, snakes. It's gonna just be able to kill me, and uh, especially if it's venomous. And then I also have the wolf on there. I mean, those are pack hunters, so this is just a one v one situation. But I still think those things are like pretty crazy. So that would be a definite L for me. Yeah, no, I I have the wolf in the same category because I agree. I, I figure if it's a one on one fight with a wolf, I have a I have a better chance, so I yeah. just, I wouldn't get absolutely destroyed. Now you see them in a pack; they take down grizzlies. But, but yeah, I mean, if if it's in a pack, there's no way. But because it's a one-on-one fight, I feel like I have a better chance. Other than the wolf in that category, I I have the elephant. I just feel like it's too big and slow to really uh, give me too many issues. But it would still kill me in the end. <laughs> uh, and then uh, and then I have the rhino for the same reason. I mean, I know it would charge with the horn, but one nice sidestep out of the way, I could get I could get a couple of hits in, hopefully, but I'd still get impaled at some point. The cheetah, the bison, and then the bull, I have all okay. in that in that category as well. So the cheetah, you know, it's not as strong as the other ones on there, but it's fast, and so uh, I got to give it some respect there. The bison, those things are units, you know, absolutely. But same thing, I feel like it's a little slow. The bull. 
people fight bulls all the time and they don't die. So given the proper training, I could live. But uh, otherwise, I think I'd only get a couple of hits in before I get a horn to the side. Interesting. I have a lot of those in the last category, which is I would be annihilated off the face of the planet just due to size. Uh, I've got the hippo, which hippos are actually like super dangerous. Hippos are, of all the animals on here, I want I want this to be very clear. Hippo is the number one that I know could kill me. There is not a doubt in my mind that I could do anything to a hippo. It's a tank. It's mouth is would just swallow me whole those things are frightening yeah i think it's like one of the most scary ones on it on the list honestly it's kind of a undercover scary but i also have the elephant bison lion mountain lion grizzly bear rhino bull black bear crocodile oh gorilla (laughs) and cheetah and moose I'm a little disappointed in your in your black bear knowledge. You know? <laughs> hey, they're still scrappy, man. They eat humans, man. They'll kill you and eat you. They're, I'm not, not about a, it. a black bear is really just a big raccoon. Like that's that's all they are. You know, they'll. I they'll really come hope in you don't run eat. into any in your endeavors or your adventures. Oh, I oh it. I could kill a black bear. Cool. No no questions. I don't need. I wouldn't even need any training for the it. No, I could go in. I could go in barehanded bro i i could choke that thing out no no problem uh on my bottom list though on the only ones that would just absolutely annihilate me the ones that i have to show respect to there's the grizzly bear because that's an actual large frightening bear that one no way before i tell you the rest of my list while i'm still on on about black bears (laughs) i gotta ask you so you know the uh what are you supposed to do when you run into a bear porter uh, if it's a grizzly bear, you're supposed to climb a tree. If it's a black bear, you're supposed to uh, play dead and hope it doesn't start eating you. Incorrect. If it's a black bear, you're supposed to act big and oh. go, because they're pansies and they will run away. Oh, okay. Um, I'm fairly sure all bears can climb trees. I, maybe maybe grizzly bears can't, but grizzly bears, I'm pretty sure the one you're supposed to play dead. Oh. And uh, sooner or later, you'll just be dead <laughs> oh, because a grizzly bear would kill you. Uh, other than that, I have the lion, the hippo, obviously, because that's... I don't know if you've seen their, like, muscle structure. Like, you know, them... Like, a picture of them without the fat on them. Those things are unreal with how much muscle they have. Then I have the gorilla, the alligator, and the moose. Okay. Those are good choices. I mean, a lot of them are the same as mine. I might have seen myself as a little bit weaker than you clearly see yourself, but we do have a lot of similarity yeah, there. I, I am pretty strong. I you know I just feel like the intelligence factor alone gives me a you know I can strategize going into this. They're going in like a wild animal. I'm going in there, you know, with a plan. And I, I promise you, the ostrich doesn't have a plan to kill me. But I know exactly what I would do if I if I pulled up on an ostrich that wanted to fight. Well, I'm really hoping for my sake I never have to employ any of my self defenses against any of these. And I hope for your sake as well that you don't run into a female black bear because. You might be overestimating your strength a little bit. No shot. No, I hope I do, so I can <laughs> oh prove you wrong. I'd send gosh. you. A, I'd send you a photo of their carcass oh laying there. Oh my gosh! Well, anyway, thanks for tuning into this week's episode. We got a lot of hot takes. We're <laughs> gonna post the link so you guys can make your own list, and we'll post our lists on our Instagram so you guys can check it out and let us know what you think. Let let us know in the comments if you really think Blake could take out a black bear, and we will catch you guys next week. Peace out.